It's time to make friends with your brain. I'm Laura Rhodes Levin, licensed therapist and founder of the Missing Peace Center for Anxiety. It's true I'm a therapist, but more importantly, I struggled my whole life with terrifying anxiety. If anxiety is taking over your world, you're in the right place. Let's make friends with your brain. You deserve it. Hello and welcome back. This week on the missing piece for anxiety, we are going to talk about a sense that will help soothe you, that will help calm your anxiety. And the sense that I'm talking about today is touch. Over the last couple of weeks, we've gone over smell and the amazing power of smell. So if you didn't get a chance to check out that podcast, please do. And then after that, we did sound also very, very, very powerful sense. But touch is actually one of our most underestimated sensors of the world around us. We actually don't realize how much touch informs everything around us and what we do and how we feel about people, about things. So when we think of touch, touch actually has four components to it. There's the sensory of it. There's the pressure of it. There's the temperature of it and the comfort of it. So it could feel bumpy. It can feel smooth. It can feel soft. It can feel scratchy. All those things are going to be different, but they will bring you into the present moment. Touch is one of the ways animals protect themselves at all costs. They have spiny skins or rough shells. They have ways of letting you know, don't touch me. Even if they don't have the spiky feature, if they're feeling scared, they will throw their hair up in the air to let you know they are big and scary. Don't touch me. I could be really damaging to you. Touch is a way that we sense danger. We touch a hot stove, we recoil. Touch is a way to sense the world around us. We actually spend most of our time turning off our touch receptors than feeling them. When you first put your clothes on your body, when you per first put your socks on your feet, you feel them but then you stop feeling them. We have a component to our nervous system that shuts off the sense of feeling. Because if you were always feeling the clothes on your body or your jewelry or the rings on your fingers, which is also jewelry, we would be completely distracted all the time. But we feel something initially and then we get used to it. And that sensor shuts off and goes away. Touch is one of the ways we greet people, right? We reach out, we shake hands, we high five, or we fist bump. Touch is a tremendous vehicle for connecting. It's something that brings you right into the moment. They've done studies on little babies, babies that don't get touched, that don't get hugged, develop totally different nervous systems, way more trauma activated nervous systems than babies who are held and touched. What you're touching can actually change the way you feel about a person. They did this experiment where people were meeting people for the first time 
And in the process, they were given a warm cup of coffee to hold before the person came in. And afterwards, most people described the person they met as being warm, literally using that word, the actual touch informed them of how they would feel. The way air feels on our skin also informs us of how we feel. So right now, take a moment and feel what it feels like in the room. Is it cool? Is it warmer? Can you feel the socks on your feet? Now shift focus to feeling the shirt that you're wearing. Gently rub your tongue on the roof of your mouth. A lot of people use the inside of their mouth to ground them. They will bite their cheek. Touch is also used in religion, in spirituality. We have touchstones. You see people with rosary beads sitting and holding them as a way of prayer, as a way of connecting, as a way of self-soothing and being able to communicate with God as they understand them. This grounds them into the moment. You see kids with blankies, they get all cuddled up. It's soft and cuddly. We put on a warm robe to be comfy. We hold our hands in front of the fire to warm up. But again, the point of this is to bring you into the moment, to get away from the great distractor. So for right now, touch what's in front of you, put your hands on it and feel the temperature. Feel the texture. Notice if it's smooth or soft or bumpy. And most importantly, notice how your heart rate slows down a little when you just stop and just touch what's in front of you. Touch is one of the first ways we let someone know that we like them, right? That moment when you first hold hands is very, very exciting. Even before the hand holding, if your knees just touch under the table, that's a huge form of communication. It's also a signal that you don't want to be around someone. Don't touch me, right? No means no. You do not want to be touched when you are uncomfortable with someone. It is the ultimate of closeness is the actual touch. So we're very particular about who we touch and who we let touch us. I think there was even a commercial at one point that said, reach out, reach out and touch someone. And that's a way of saying hi. So touch is how we connect with each other way more than we realize. It's so easy to think about the smell, about the sight, uh, even about the sound, but touch is one of those all knowing senses that really, really goes under the radar, but it is a big informer for us. 
So find something this week that you want to touch. Um, smooth stones are nice. You can keep these things in your pocket. They actually call them worry beads. I think some don't call them um, rosaries. They call them worry beads. I always like to have something in my pocket that I find soothing, that I can just rub and hold on to when I'm in the middle of a tense situation as a way to just ground myself and soothe. Because what I'm doing is we only have so many channels in our brains available to us. And if one of your channels is soothing you and calming you down, it is going to change how you feel in that situation. So become aware of this amazing sense, this sense that is omnipresent all the time. It's, it's actually a very touching sense. And use touch to help calm you down and realize how much you use touch to calm down others. When someone's hurting, it's natural to reach out and just sort of give them a soft caress. It's very soothing. But do we do that for ourselves? When I ask clients in the office, go ahead, hug yourself. There's a lot of people who feel awkward doing it. But when you hug yourself or when someone hugs you, you're releasing something called oxytocin, which is given to babies through breast milk. It is a beautiful, loving, sensitive neurotransmitter that immediately puts us at ease. If you want to release that oxytocin, if you want to release those neurotransmitters that feel good and help you feel good, ask someone to give you a hug or hug someone else, or even better, hug yourself. So I hope you get connected with your own sense of touch this week and that you realize you have a very present way to soothe yourself, calm yourself, and bring yourself down to earth through the power of touch. Thanks for listening. See you next week.